Hello everyone, my name is Pancakes and welcome to this brand new episode of Media Buffet. Today I am joined by me, myself, and I. That is right, we are alone today and this is our next anime episode of In Podcast. Today, uh, Jojo fans will be pleased to know that we will be starting a coverage of all six animated Jojo parts. We, today's episode will be discussing part one of the series, Phantom Blood. It will be impossible to cover the whole manga, so we're just going to cover the anime. And we might reference some details that they missed from the manga, but yeah. Um, this is the first of five total episodes. The part six episode is going to come out when it's completed. So, yeah. Let's just get started. Obvious warning that you might get spoiled, because, hello, we're going to discuss an entire Jojo part. So, yeah, if you haven't seen part one, get out. It's available on Netflix as of recording, so yeah, just go watch it. So, yeah, um, we all know the famous scene when the Joestar couple gets like into that carriage accident. And the way that they introduce the series, like so, uh, some series introduce the characters with like um, a shot of the city or like a dramatic battle. But no, the way this series decided to um, present itself, a carriage accident, it's just legendary. Like, the, who would expect... Sorry about that, we had like a, a connection issue. Like, who would expect the series to start like that? Like, that's not a normal way to... to that's not a normal way to start a series. So, that's just to show the dedication of the show. So yeah, um, George thinks that he'll save him, and then and he adopts his, late, his son like seven years later. And then this guy's name is Dio. I mean, Dio Brando. So yeah. Um, when Jonathan actually sees Dio, they grow into like this rivalry. But then it's resolved later on, we think. Because Jonathan like makes amends with Dio, but then Dio has sinister intentions of killing his of killing George. So he just poisons his medicine because he's sick. And yeah, Jonathan finds out, goes to London, meets Speedweed, the Lord himself. So um and then he comes back. Like in it that 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 just doesn't happen in any anime. Like you don't just go to another city to find a dude and bring him back with you to your dying father's mansion. Like, what the hell? So, yeah. After that, uh, they just battle. And, like, another extravagant thing is, like, I don't know why or how the hell they would have, like, a, a, land, a random stone mask just sitting there. Like, oh, your mother loved that mask, so it's just sitting there. You're telling me that your mother, yeah, your mother has a stone mask casually lying around because it looks nice. Bitch, it looks something like a, that, a, that a gay stripper would use as cosplay. What the hell? Yeah, that's how bad it is. Also, it doesn't make sense, like, if you, like, put a drop of blood on the, on the thing, boom. The tentacles grow out, like, claws grow out of it and you become a vampire. 
It just doesn't make sense, but hey, <laughs> it's anime. So, uh, boom. Um, Dio rejects his humanity, as quoted in the manga, and he turns into a vampire. Let's go. Um, as revealed, he has laser sights, the ability to freeze things, and yeah, he's allergic to sunlight, obviously. So, he fights Jonathan, and then Jonathan destroys the entire mansion, sets it on fire, thinking he killed Dio. And his father died too, because Dio killed him. But, um, Speedweed and Jonathan walk away, and no one else survived. And... Yeah, like that's that just doesn't that, that 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 just shows the amount of dedication the main character had to burn his own house down to like supposedly kill the main villain. But of course, we all know that he didn't die because it's Dio. Um, fuck, Jesus, guys! Like, fucker later, fucker later gets married and. Fricker later fricks like four women and has sex at, at 122 with a gay priest. But at the como, huh? Que fue? So later on, Jonathan meets the Italian Ripple Master, basically glorified yoga. Um, his name is Will Ant William Antonio Seppelli. He is the master of the Ripple Arts, and to put it. In the words of Vival Ferreri, or whatever the animation channel was called, um, basically this ability is magic sunlight punches. It's an energy within one's body that you can use to beat supernatural beings, and it's fueled by your breathing and the sun. So you gotta learn to control your breathing to get this ability, and you depend on like sun. Like, like some of it is based off the sun. Like so, I don't know. So, yeah, um, Will Antonio t teaches Jonathan the art of Ripple in like, I don't know how long. Wait, hold on folks, um, I got like a mild interruption here. So yeah, as I was saying, um, he learns the art of the Ripple, but from the Master Seppeli. By the way, this is, this, this is like the birth of when we got musical references for like many names. Um, Seppeli is obviously a reference to the rock band Led Zeppelin, um, while other things such as Ogre Street, and the street where Jonathan finds Speedweed or Speedwagon, um, uh, is named after that one album or song Battle on Ogre Street by Queen. So, yeah. So I was saying, so they get rumors that Dio is hiding on a castle of his in Wind Knight's Lot or like something else nearby so they go there and they meet a bunch of vampire zombies and Dio sends like two twins Tarkus and Bruford I think these are both musical references but I can't remember to what I think um, Bruno Bruford or Bill Bruford is like Ario, Ario Speedwagon's drummer I think but I don't know so yeah they arrive, they fight Tarkus first, the swordsman, and they find out that Jonathan, like, defeats him with, like, the sunlight yellow overdriver. This is, like, the first barrage of punches we ever got in JoJo history, I think. I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure, nah. But, yeah. 
um, in this in this context I, I just feel like that was also the birth of something amazing like how, how could you just not feel excited when he starts going like fist of the North Star mode and just starts punching him out of nowhere that's just amazing and after he gets the luck pluck sword to help him in the Bruford fight Sethely jumps in and yeah um, we got a flashback to when Sethely was training in Hamong with his master in Tibet Tom Petty Tom Petty I think it was called but yeah um, that's also a musical reference I think that's an, that's an actual band name so yeah So his master told him that he can predict when he's gonna die. No, no, not predict when he's gonna die. Like, yeah, he told him that he has trained well, but if he can, wishes to continue, he has to tell him how he's gonna die. So he accepts, and then he says that in like a battle, he's gonna be split in half or some stuff like that. And boom, Seppeli jumps in the Bruford fight and he gets split in half. He later passes on all his Hamon to Jonathan. And Jonathan uses it to defeat Bruford. And lo and behold, Tom Petty, along with some of some Sepeli's companions in, while studying, Dyer and Straits, also known as Straits and localized version. This is a reference to the band Dyer Straits, so yeah. Um, they all team up to, the, um, to try and defeat Dio. Um, Tom Petty and Speedwagon try to fight the the zombies that Dio sends while Jonathan takes on the man himself but not before Dyer tries to attack Dio by himself and he and he gives us the famous Thunderkrasspritattack I think it was, I think it was called like that yeah so Dio freezes his legs splits them and Dyer lands in a bed of flowers and he launches a flower onto Dio to like cut him or stuff and he just dies like his head just dies and many people ask how is he able to use Hamon to infuse the flower since he can't breathe because his lung is separated from his body um, it is mentioned that Hamon is controlled by breathing yes but they never mentioned that the lungs were specifically vital to a Hamon user. I mean, yes, they are vital to actually having and making Hamon, but he used whatever, but you, someone, one could say that Dyer used whatever Hamon he had left in his brain and in his, and in his head area after being split by Dio to make the attack, and then he just dies. So yeah, Dyer is dead, and Streitzo and Tom Petty are taking on the zombies while Jonathan is fighting Dio. The luck pluck sword, the Hamon punches, the split in half, the Dio grabbing Jonathan's nerve thing. But yeah, after a long fought hard battle, Jonathan finally defeats Dio Brando. And he falls into a cliff, never to be seen again. Wink. So, after that, we see Jonathan and Edina who is a serpent, who was like a healer of sorts. He was, she was his lover throughout his childhood and until Dio tried to steal her, but then like 
a bunch of family arguments got in the way, and Edina sort of like disappeared for a while until after Jonathan burned down the mansion, she treated him for his injuries, and they got reunited. And we never see her again in the story until at the end, we it is revealed that they got married and that Jonathan is going with Edina to the Americas as a honeymoon. So yeah, that is basically part one. Or so you thought. Dun dun dun. So we see Jonathan and Edina just going in the boat, and then Wang Chan, one of Dio's subordinates, like minions, actually rescued Dio's dismembered head, put it onto like a glass of sorts, and got an apparent indestructible coffin to put on the boat, secretly. And then Wang Chan turns a bunch of people into zombies, and... Yeah, the entire boat is just zombies now. So, along with some dead people, but yeah. Jonathan and Edina are terrified standing there while Dio's dismembered head that has tentacles on, apparently, um, tries to get Jonathan's body, because his plan is to use Jonathan's body as an escape plan, then to end the, the bloodline. Like, for some reason, he just wants to end the bloodline. That's the entire plot of part one. So, yeah. He is going to use Jonathan's body as a host, use it to get to the coffin, and survive. Like, just live on. So, Dio uh, survives the thing by um, stealing Jonathan's body. However, Jonathan sacrifices himself to blow the boat up and... Yeah, he blows the boat up and Edina is saved because she hides in Dio's coffin. Yeah. Jonathan sacrifices himself to blow up the boat while holding on to Dio's head tight. And Edina takes a nearby baby that she saved and gets on Dio's coffin. Wang Chan dies and boom. Soft ending, the main protagonist of the anime dies. Yeah, this was taboo. Like, no one would do this in the era that this was written, in the 1980s. And it's still not done today. Like, no, no, almost no one does it. Almost, only, that I know of, only Araki had the most to do it. Hirohiko Araki, the creator of the manga and series. But, yeah. So, Edina um, saved herself by hiding in Dio's coffin. Jonathan sacrificed himself in order to put an end to Dio, his plan, and to let Edina live on. A noble sacrifice indeed. And not only, I don't know why people consider this the worst part out of all JoJo, because it has a good plot, it has originality, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a storybook ending and storybook plot, but seriously, man, like, Protagonists aren't, are, are always never killed off. So, yeah, it's just surprising to see that they actually did it. So, yeah. Uh, let's just say that this part was good. However, 
A was not received well by fans because apparently A is the shortest part, B, um, Jonathan is like the most boring JoJo, apparently, because, bruh, I don't find it boring, I find them original, but whatever. So, yeah. We're, um, the reason, some of the reasons why they might find Jonathan and the part boring is because they are comparing it to uh, the other JoJo parts, which we'll get to in later episodes. So, there's that. Um, in, in my opinion, I believe that Araki should have made Jonathan a little bit more mischievous. Like, we get that Jonathan is no one all, but he, he made him pure. Like, the only deviances he committed was against Dio and his associates. No one else. Like, no one else. He didn't, he didn't cheat on Erina. He, he didn't cheat on Erina that we know of. He never cheated on Erina. He was noble to his family, even though he was a bit, like, off-mannered as a child. Um, he was... He grew up to be a noble and great man. Like, ever since that moment with Dio um, playing rugby, like, we just knew something off was happening, because in one episode, we just see them fighting, and the other, boom, they're friends. Like, there's something wrong going on here. But then again, this could have all been resolved if the carriage driver knew how to do his job. Because then, Daddy Brenda would have not found the, the wreckage, and Dio would have never connected with the family. And many people ask, how is this possible? Because if they never met, Dio could have just found the stone mask and used it and the series goes on. And that is incorrect, because unless Dio is a burglar and breaks into the family's house to get the mask, which I find highly unlikely because he doesn't, he doesn't even know who they are, um, yeah, that's not happening, because the mask is kept within the Joestar family house. And if he doesn't know that, is, that it exists, then no stone mask, and no part one. However, the next part, part two, might have something that could contradict this. What I'm saying is that even if part one didn't happen, part two could have still happened. But that is an episode for another day. So yeah, that is the entirety of part one and I'm gonna leave some of my opinions here. In my opinion, I, I believe that Araki should have made Jonathan a bit more mischievous. But other than that, the plot is original, the story is well written, although the art style is a bit ugly, but hey, it's the 1980s, Araki had still a lot of evolving to do. But yeah, I think that part one is great, but it's not my favorite. Overall, I give it a 6 out of 10. It needs some more development and some more context, but yeah. Like, for a storybook, story, pretty good. By the way, Erina, when she jumped into that coffin, she was pregnant. Yet. So, that's about it. That is the end of our discussion for Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1 Phantom Blood, or, 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 or as it's called in Japanese, Jojo no Kimya Nabukin, Phantom Blood. I think that's what it's called. 
so yeah that is it i hope you enjoyed the episode and i will see you in the episode for next part joe the adventure part two battle tendency oh yeah um i confirmed it it's phantom burado like phantom burado yeah that's about it i will see you in the next episode covering part two joseph's adventure paddle battle tendency or as it's called in japanese jojo no kimi na buken sento choryo that's another thing so yeah all right goodbye